Today, we're going to talk about three ways to sell your art at full value confidently and stop pricing your artwork too low. We will talk about how to offer tiered pricing and upsells and downsells. We will talk about remarketing your artwork, what that means and how to do it. And by the end of the episode, I'm going to make sure you feel so confident about pricing your art at its full value that you never want to lower the price because you know it will sell. Welcome to the Empowered Artist Podcast, where you will get all the strategy to sell your art online. I'm Jenna Webb. I've turned over 750 artists into artpreneurs. I'm an artist, marketing expert, coach, founder of Artpreneur Academy, chronic illness warrior, and your new art business, Bessie. When I retired from corporate to live my dream life as an artist, there was no example for me to follow. But as I started to grow a six-figure art business, I was able to map out a complete step-by-step blueprint for successfully creating and marketing online art businesses. If I can learn how to be an artist in my 30s, I can teach you how to run a business now. As the how-to girl, I'll give you the tips and tricks that will actually grow your art business. So tune in each week as we simplify art marketing, make selling your work fun, and elevate your artpreneur mindset so that you feel like the badass artist that you are, even on the tough days. I am on a mission to transform the mindset and income of artists everywhere. So if you're ready to live your dream life as a full-time artist, let's do the damn thing. Welcome back, beautiful soul. We have a amazing episode for you today. I will help you stand confidently in the value of your artwork. These concepts have helped me so much in my art business and my art students too. I coach all of my art students to raise their art prices and they're always scared in the beginning and then they tell me how glad they are that they did it and how much it's paid off. If you have ever lowered your art prices due to fear that your art won't sell, or you priced it low to begin with, or you're dropping the price because you're impatient. I know impatience is one of my not so great qualities, then I totally get it. We've we've all been there, but I don't want you to lower your your prices based on fear or expecting immediate results. A couple of updates since last episode where I shared the loss of my beloved pet, Gus, and the five tips to get back to your art business after a hardship. Wow. I just love you guys so much. I have never received so much. They just thank you for all of the individual DMs, comments on Instagram, on Gus's memorial. Thank you for all of the emails. You all have had similar losses with pets and immediate family members, humans too. So I'm just so glad that this episode fell on your hearts. And thank you for taking the moment to share that with me. So right after I recorded that episode, I got a call from the animal hospital that Gus was ready to be picked up. I had cremated him. But what shocked me when I opened the bag of Gus's ashes is I forgot that they were going to do this. So if you're not watching on YouTube, I am holding up Gus's paw print. 
And this is when I lost it because this just feels more like him. And I'm like I said, guys, I'm not a crier, but this situation's got me grieving and crying all over the place. Other quick update. I got a great email from you, Chelsea, and you said, Mark sounds like a keeper. And (laughs) funny, we are still hanging out. Everything's fresh and new. At the time I'm recording this show, it's been exactly one week since Gus's loss, and I finally got my first good night of sleep. Yesterday, I was able to outline several podcast episodes. So today, I'm really feeling like I'm getting back into the swing of things, being truly productive where I'm going after my goals and living out my purpose just feels so damn good. And I'm happy to be at that place. Of course, I'm still going to be processing all my emotions. If you have trouble bouncing back to your art business when you've taken a break or you've had a life hardship, go back and listen to episode 15. After the Gus story, I share my tips and I promise I am the comeback kid because I have to restart my life every day with my chronic migraines. So there's some great tips in there for you. So without further ado, let's jump into today's three tips to sell your art at full value and stop lowering your prices. The first tip is to offer tiered pricing so that you can offer upsells and downsells This will help you meet your customers where they are. And what I mean by that is every customer has their own budget and what they're willing to spend in the moment. And this is great because you never want to come across as pushy or salesy. And if your customer has two grand to spend, you need to have something that you can offer at two grand. If your customer can only spend less than $100, you need to have something that you can offer them at that price point too. So when a customer comes to you and says, I can't afford it, you can ask them, what is your budget? And offer them something in their price range. So for example, prints should always be a lower price than your original artwork and commissions where you are doing bespoke work according to what the customer is asking, these should always be priced much higher in value than an original painting or a print. So those are already tiers set at very different values. Small paintings should always be priced lower than large paintings. This will account for the time and the materials that it takes to go into painting something small, then painting something large. If you're a sculptor, same thing. The cost of the time and the materials to produce that small piece or that large piece, it will all be accounted for in your profit. Also, tiered pricing takes the pressure off you trying to please the masses. And instead, you are able to price your artwork perfectly for that right buyer who comes along. So let's say you price a piece of art for $1,500. That person who falls in love with that $1,500 painting is going to snatch it up. And the person who falls in love with your $80 print is going to snatch it up. My second tip is really important. Remarket your artwork. Promoting your art once is not enough. 
There is a rule of seven in marketing. The rule of seven is a marketing principle that a customer needs to see an offer at least seven times before they take action or make a purchase. But this rule of seven definitely has a caveat depending on what the offer is. So this can vary widely on various factors, including the target audience, the quality of the offer, and the marketing channels. If you haven't built a strong connection with your audience through your story and your purpose on your social media channels and in your email newsletter, like we've talked about in episodes three and 10, then I would multiply this rule by three and plan on marketing that artwork 21 times. Instead of tossing out more offers, I would focus on purpose-driven posts and content as mentioned in episodes three and 10 and other supporting episodes you might want to go back and check out would be episodes seven and nine. These are all episodes related to the purpose of your artist statement, simple tips for marketing yourself on social media. These are my popular episodes. So again, those were episodes three and 10 and then seven and nine. Empowered Artist Podcast listeners, I love you so much. How would you like to listen to this podcast with a fresh new pair of Beats headphones or have $50 Amazon cash to spend on whatever you want? To enter to win these prizes, follow the show, then scroll past the episodes and hit the five-star rating and write a review. I will be announcing winners when we hit milestones like 55 reviews, 75 reviews. I'm sure we can blow past 100 reviews. I'm going to be sending out screenshots of the winning reviews in my email newsletter. Sign up for my email newsletter at jennawebart.com slash podcasts. It's linked in the show notes. I'm so excited. Pause the show right now. Follow and write a five-star review. I can't wait to see it. I hope you win one of the hot podcast summer prizes. Remarketing your artwork is going to take the pressure out of needing to win the lottery on your first social media post or that first time you are listing your artwork for sale because that is unrealistic. You have to get used to remarketing this piece of artwork. Just remember, a piece of artwork that you created that might feel old to you is a shiny, glimmering gem to the person who sees it for the very first time. We've talked about Mark. Now, he's he's upstairs working. I literally just showed him a piece of art I created in 2015. I said, this is an old Jenna piece. I signed it with my old an- initials that I stopped using my initials to sign my artwork because my middle name is Elizabeth. And if you want to put that together, it's just something I decided to not sign my artwork with with those initials together. If you want to figure that puzzle out, he loved this piece of art. And of course, I'm looking at it with a critical eye because I've learned so much since then. And this is piece of art from like 2014 or 2015. He loved it. This is a pile that my sister wants. My sister is like, 
can these pieces of art be my Christmas gift? It's so funny because my sister and Mark are seeing these pieces for the first time and they are in love. So just remember that just because a piece of art is old to you, it's brand new to someone else. And just because you post something on Instagram once, there's so many people who didn't see it. You're learning new skills. You're learning how to market your artwork. So you've got to get in the habit of remarketing your work and take the pressure off yourself and don't beat yourself up. Remember, you're not going to win the lottery on the first post. If you do, then great. Fucking celebrate it. But yeah, so if you do want to collapse time of the rule of seven or the rule of 21, which is actually more realistic, This is strategy we cover in Artpreneur Academy, exactly how to find your ideal clients online, how to engage with them, how to make a quality offer and tighten up your branding so clients fall in love with you fast. To learn more about Artpreneur Academy, go head to my website, jennawebart.com slash Artpreneur Academy. Hey, love, what is your biggest art business question right now? And how would you like me to cover it on an upcoming episode? It's so easy to submit a question in my podcast voicemail. All you do is go to jennawebart.com slash podcast. You don't have to download a thing. All you do is hit the orange button and start talking. On the same website, I have all of my free art business resources for you, just like the ultimate art business checklist and more. You can also just click the link in the show notes and head there and check out the newest free art business guides. So the third tip I leave you today is really where you have to begin. It's where it all starts. You must believe that you and your art are worth the price that you set. You must understand the value that your art brings to the world. You must know the emotional impact that your art collector is getting by owning your artwork. So think about a time that you bought an original piece of art. If you haven't bought original piece of art, go buy someone's original piece of art that you love and think about the way it makes you feel. I'll never forget the first original piece of art I bought when I was in Asheville from an artist named Jonas Gerard who used bright, bold, amazing, beautiful colors. And I felt so uplifted and inspired when I bought that piece. And I bought what I could afford. I bought a smaller painting. It's hung upstairs. I just showed Mark the piece. I was so proud to collect my first piece of art. And I love showing it off in my home. I love the way it makes me feel. So if you've never bought artwork yourself, and you are selling art, that's one thing I recommend that you do. You have to know the value of owning artwork if you're selling artwork. Also, what have your collectors told you about how they feel and what they think about your art? Because that is value and that's emotion. Emotion sells art. And how do you feel about your art when you're creating it? Because that energy and that emotion is being transferred through the process. And those are things that you should be writing about in your social captions and your artist statement. Another thing is you must really value your time. 
Every minute that you spent investing in creating that art piece is a choice you're making because you could have invested that time doing anything else, but you chose to create that piece and your art buyer cannot create that art like you did it. And there's a reason they're buying it from you. The last point I want to make about this is you want to make sure your price conveys that you are a professional artist. This price will cover all of your time and expenses and pay you a profit because you deserve it. So to summarize, the three ways to sell your art at full value and stop lowering your prices are first, offered tiered pricing so you can offer your customers upsells and downsells and meet them where they are. Two, remarket your artwork. And three, start by believing your worth every penny you price your artwork for as a professional artist. I'm so proud of you. Keep going. I'll see you right here next week. 